Hello and welcome to another episode of the UK Airshow Review Podcast, the podcast we started when we had no airshows to review. My name is Sam and joining me on this episode are... Dan! Ian! <laughs> Tom! And if you can believe it, this is actually our first ever post react podcast. We've been doing the show for two years and obviously this is the first time we've been able to do one that's actually reflecting on a react that has just happened. Well, it is the podcast we started when we had no air shows to review, so... Yeah, what do we do now? Um... Yeah, we're going to have to end it. We've got to stop it. I think, got, yeah, got so thank you for listening and uh... <laughs> never never see you again. <laughs> um, you can tell we're in good spirits, though, because, well, it was a pretty good show all round, wasn't it? Didn't we have a good week? Solid. Ah. Uh... Fantastic. Yeah. Let's start off. If you, if you, if the three of you had one highlight, what do you think it was? Trego yeah. Mills. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Ian. Um. Oh, just one. Just one. That's all you're allowed. We're rationing. Um. Ah, uh, no, I'm gonna go the Austrian QRA demo. Mm-hmm. Um. I was looking forward to it anyway, but actually mm-hmm. seeing two typhoons. Uh, doing their bit afterwards. I mean, it was great to see them intercepting that old smoky Herc as well. That was really good. But actually seeing them, and I think it was a lot closer on the Saturday, looking at my photos. Um, gutted to miss it on Sunday because I was at Totter Down. I saw some really good photos from there and it was absolutely oh, gutted to miss it. Uh, it wasn't. I paid. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, albeit at a different price to some other people. Um <laughs> don't know why um yeah it was just fantastic to see uh th- those typhoons in such close formation i've never seen two typhoons like that before it was like ramex delta type thing mm. and just seeing them being chucked around the airfield the passes that they did they were so close on on saturday uh not so close on friday looking through my photos but yeah really enjoyed that and do you, of course do you know what i Sorry, Ian. I know we just, we sort of discussed it privately, but there's there's probably a lesson in there for the RAF, isn't there? Just two typhoons totally. just tearing yeah. tearing it up. Yeah, I mean, but um, we used to see well, like the old tornadoes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it, it's funny because I've spent a lot of this week looking um, in looking on Scramble uh, at the reports they've put for previous shows and seeing what aircraft. I know you asked if this was the first time that we've had two different Hinds from different countries. It is, which it is. But I was looking on the participation lists of previous shows and was going back to Waddington and stuff like that and then I started doing the old wilfing what was I looking for looking at videos of old shows on YouTube and whatever so that's mm. my lunch hour turned into a lunch afternoon um but yeah just even I think there was one it was Waddington 95 saw a video and just seeing then how they threw the tornadoes about and Jaguars as well the Jaguar solo display I always loved that because it took off and would just throw it around straight away um mm. Going off on a tangent here, I know. But, yeah, we're used to seeing lots of different Typhoon solo displays, but actually seeing the two together, it, it was such a spectacle. It really was. just shows what can be done. So, yeah, REF, do take note. It'd be great to see a roll demo come back, but I don't think we've got enough stuff to, to do it, really. But, yeah, like, thoroughly enjoyed it. They barely manage stuff for the F-35s, do they, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, definitely my <laughs> but, highlight. But, I mean, that's the thing, because most of the criticisms with, say, you think about an RAF Typhoon demo, you know, and I say criticisms lightly because they're they're very good demos and they have been for a while. There was a period when they were a bit sort of 
subpar, but from I don't know, 2013, 2014 onwards, 2012 even, they've, they've all been pretty consistently decent in their own different way. Um, but the the outstanding criticism of Typhoon demos compared to, say, the Rafael or, or you know, the, the Czech or Hungarian Gripen is that it does still spend a little bit of time repositioning um, just because it's such a machine and it sort of throws its weight around. Um, but when you had the Austrians and there was sort of one far away and one right in front of the, cra- the crowd mm. at all times, you just, it felt like you didn't have time to breathe and that was mm. awesome. Just that pace and ferocity... Um, I think there's some, and, and that's what I remember about the Tornado roll demo, because the Tornado wasn't a fabulously manoeuvrable aircraft. It was just a big, meaty, noisy chunk of metal. And yeah. you normally had one in front of the crowd whilst the other one was repositioning. By the time the other one was ready, you know, the second one had gone from the crowd, they would reposition and thus, you know, so, so on and so forth. And that's how you keep that flow. And I think that's why the French sort of pairs demos can be, not always, sometimes they uh, cock it up. Um, that, that, but, that's why that's why sometimes the the French pairs demo uh, uh, tends to sort of have a bit more impact than just a solo display. So maybe there is a lesson for the RAF in that. Uh, uh, yeah, even the commentary was good as well. Um, I wouldn't know what the commentary was like because we didn't have any commentary in throughout the entire weekend. Um, although I although having you did hear that um, the start of it where they announced the although here's the thing so it 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 it. it it starts off with that whole QRA, the controller gives the things to the, the pilots and all of that, and obviously it's Austrian. I swear to God, the pilots in the recording sounded Japanese. Yeah, I, I wasn't I, I, paying enough attention. Yeah, I didn't know what to think when I heard it on it the Friday. It sounded more like a Japanese accent than, a, than I, an Austrian accent. When we did the RAF role demo, um, and I think it was not so much that, but, uh, maybe... What was the one they did with the... Uh, was it the Apache and Lynx? I don't know whether it was like the going it was back an Apache. That, that was wasn't it. it was the um, the the, <clears throat> the track that they did with that 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 was just awful. It was just I, I just found it really it just tacky. Sounds scripted. It sounds acted, doesn't it? Yeah, and it wasn't. It just wasn't natural. Where is this? Okay, but on the Friday, heard the sirens go off, and you heard like scramble, scramble, scramble. You caught it intercept, etc., etc. It sounded a bit different, but the in, in a really in a good way, um, but even the commentary going forwards and actually demonstrating exactly what the aircraft were doing. So you had one typhoon um, by the side of the Hercules um, trying to get its attention, and obviously the guard frequency, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but you had the other typhoon behind it just in case he didn't respond, mm. ready to shoot it down. You know, I, I didn't know that's how that was how QRAs worked, but it was good. It was a lot of explanation for each yeah. pass, and there weren't any really, yeah. I say, boring bits in it. It was all really informative, and even as a grown-up listen to it, it was as much for me as it was for the children as well. It's it, cool. It was really it's cool. intelligent. Proper old-fashioned. Reminded me of the QRA demo I saw in Bulgaria, which was done by MiG-29s and a C-27 Spartan. Yeah, okay. Right. Um, again. I wish I had Dan, interrupted now. you only went for a couple of days. What would you say your highlight was? Curry. <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't the morning after. Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've got to find a new carry location. Oh God, yeah. Um, so I was actually I was gutted to not see the whole Austrian QRA demo. I was really looking forward to that. So I only did the Sunday and then departures day, and it was cool. It was cool to see it intercept the Hercules. It was nice to see it. Hercules. Yeah, at least you got a, a decent, like a decent, yeah. the functional. Yeah, you got the first part of it. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, Christ, we could have just got absolutely diddly squat. Um, so yeah, it was a bit, bit of a shame. But yeah, these these things happen. It's one of those things. Um, pinpointing one thing of the show, I actually, re- do you know what? So I, I said to yeah, you guys at the weekend, but I actually, so I went into the weekend thinking I've got to shoot all of the flying display because I'm only doing mm. one day. Um, I want to see everything. Um, even though the weather was hot, um, I was going to sit there, but, but and and sort of just leave the static to to departures day, and not really wander around. Anyway, mm. I, I had to wander around with Tom and Sam, and then Sam a little bit later on. And I actually really enjoyed the interaction. Sounds a bit sad, this, but interacting with the aircrew, I yeah. really enjoyed having. I, it was nice I to just chat with them. I, I, it doesn't sound sad at all. I was thinking this earlier, actually, as I was looking through my photos, and I, I have commented before, I, I really enjoy taking static photos and stuff like that. And it's not so much taking photos of the planes themselves, but I love taking photos of, say, the crews and people interacting with stuff and like taking photos of the crews all sat next to their plane because that is such a cool part of the show, is getting to talk to them and seeing the crews out themselves by their planes, being a part of the show, talking to them, seeing them interacting with stuff. What makes it all more organic and real rather than it just being, you know, like a museum of aeroplanes? Mm. Um, but no, I actually, from that aspect, and we spoke to some really interesting characters on the Sunday. I'm, I'm sure you guys spoke to other air crews on the on the Friday and the Saturday, but it was just nice to to wander around and you know mm. ask them, mm. are they enjoying the weekend? Um, was, it, was it all right getting here? And, what, what was a night out in Swindon like? Yeah. <laughs> the E4, the E4 crew who were extolling the virtues of a night out in Swindon. <laughs> and they're like, what? To our... but what's wrong with a night out in yeah, Swindon? Yeah, yeah, and they were like, everyone what wonders about Swindon, but it actually like, was really good. Yeah. They said it, it got weird. <laughs> it <laughs> got weird. Nice, guys. Hit three AM and we went down some rabbit holes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make up with just cheesy chips on your face. Do you know what though? That's that's a that's a funny thing because it, it it's that sort of stuff that had really been missing for the past sort of eighteen mm. months, two years. Is um uh Dan? It, it wasn't with with you. I think it was on the Friday. It was certainly with Sam. I think it was with Tom. And we went to go and look at the uh, the RAF Puma that was on static. The second one never turned up, did it? I, unless no. I'm mistaken, which is a shame. But the one that there was on static, you know, and, and we were talking to them, and they were like, "Yeah, we're I think they're deployed to Kenya or something." They were like, basically, yeah, you know, the time we're recording now, they're packing them up or, or like already. And uh, we were talking about their like challenge coin for their 50th anniversary and stuff. And then like that Shinnok pilot, do you remember Sam? That Shinnok pilot rolled over and he was like, look at this piece of shit. This is the worst thing in the RAF. And then the Puba guys, it, like it, just a bit of that sort of inter, you know, inter oh, it was, sort of it was service awful. banter. It was full on shanter. Uh, well, yeah, but but it was like, <laughs> but it was nice to have that interaction. It was nice yeah. to actually speak to the crews that are flying them. You know, and they were very during, chatty as well. They were so chatty, mm. so excited to talk about their their. Play and that or well, their aircraft and their role and what they did and it's like I, I've been thinking about this the most in the last week you know say the throughout the pandemic we've all sort of tried to chase planes to sort of fill some sort of hole in in, in the hobby you know we've gone for uh, B1s we've chased the president and, and, and the G8 summit or anything like that but all of that was just mostly 
you know, sort of spotting rather than air showing. And there was no crews there. And then you go and actually speak to these crews who fly the Puma. And it's like, holy Christ, you know, like, I, 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 for example, the, the 50th anniversary fly pass around the UK, I, I got to Shaw, uh, Shawbury for that and tried to take some pictures and stuff. Suddenly, here's a crew member and he's super happy just to talk mm. about anything and everything. Mm. And mm. Um, it really struck, I, I didn't think at all it wouldn't have occurred to me before React. But after React, I was like, holy crap, there are human beings here that actually yeah, do that job. Yeah. And, and they, they um, were all out and you saw them And they were all so lovely. And, and yeah, and it was all I, a bit I, of banter with themselves I've, and stuff. I've, 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 at the time of recording, I've already finished the review and it's up in, we're, we're red buying it and that. And I'm not, I'm not going to like spoil it, so to speak, but I put in the review, um, but the Am 30 crew were visibly proud of their aeroplane. 100%. 100%. And it wasn't so, just them. They were so yeah. keen to show it off. They, they were loving it. And and it also, you could see that sort of love grow throughout the weekend. Like on the Friday, they were like, "You guys really like it's a it's a, it's an Antonov. Like you you really like this." And every after a weekend, everyone going, "Yes, this is the best thing here." <laughs> then then being like, "Oh, cool, yeah, come on board, you know, have yeah, a look yeah. at our have a look at our cameras and stuff." Well, Dan um, and I did go insane. on. Did you did you go on board? You did, yeah, I did. You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the could, massive camera not. with the big red handles on it saying "Don't touch." Yeah, the Leica. <laughs> it was a Leica. How cool is that? Yeah. And all the analog switches with the, those classic Soviet, you know, toggle switches that well, every I, I love, single every single uh, thing that they've ever built is just yeah. <laughs> nothing but toggle switches. <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed in the cockpit, but did you see some areas of it where it was like uh, Cyrillic, and then it was just suddenly mashed up with obviously English or NATO yeah. lettering that was you know for for the stuff that was brought up to NATO standards. Such a jarring th- cockpit to have been well, in. Well, the interesting thing, so incredible. the, the little, little fact about. Uh, the AN30 that they told us, I don't know if they said the same to you, you're completely mechanically linked. It wasn't even like hydraulically actuated. It was Mm. 100% directly linked from the controls to the control services. So if you're flying through turbulence, you're going to break your forearms type of thing. Yes, (laughs) you're you're, you're going to be aching at the end of it. But they said their Herculeses are actually older than the AN30s. They've got C-130Bs. Mad. And they said those are actually older than the the (laughs) AN30. Absolutely crazy. Crazy, but but yeah, it was moments like that. Um, but that that machine is sorry that machine is is a testament to how high the standard at, at Riyadh this year was because yeah. I imagine for for an air chief or for an embassy who are just like oh an air show whatever it would be so easy to send their newest uh, nice and shiny C twenty seven you know they're reliable they work there's reduced risk of them breaking at Fairford and therefore being stuck. You know, their other Antonov, they've only got two, their other Antonovs in, in overhaul at the moment. So if they didn't, it, you know, if it broke at Fairford, that's it. Their open skies capability is gone. Well, <laughs> well yeah, except, yeah. Except, 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 except they're, they're not saying, doing open skies over anything. Who are we doing open but, skies at the moment? Georgia but, and Bosnia. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ooh. But, you know, but the point is that Antonov capability, and obviously they, the Air Force has some use of it, otherwise it would be retired, is it, it is lost because the other, there's only two yeah. aircraft, one's in overhaul. So yeah. it would have been so easy for an, for an air chief or for an embassy just to send a C-27 knowing that 60, 70% they, they, of the audience... Had their contribution they were required yeah, to do. Yeah, exactly. So the fact that that Antonov attended, I don't know what negotiations happened or whether it was asked for or anything like that, but the fact that that attended in lieu of the more reliable, the newer, the shinier bit of kit... It just shows the quality of of what was on show at React this year, and I think I'll, that's the energy that sets it apart from previous. I will ones. say this: this isn't this isn't a comment on Tom Gibbons at all, because I, I, this is has has absolutely nothing to do with him. Um, 
or any way he ran the show. But we all know P, and knowing P, who's Peter Reoc, the new Air Ops manager this year, I know he as a person will be very forthright in asking for stuff like that and won't mm. be like, oh, it would be nice, but he would be like, this is what we want. I'm sure he knows the diplomacy of it, but he's, as a personality, he would be like, he would be quite open, I think, and, and upfront about what he wants. Yeah, I think mm. quite realistic as well. It, it, I think somebody, knowing how long he's, he's been on the forum, um, since he was quite young, teenager, um, he could be... You, you could tie it with the brush of people that expect like Su 27s and lines of tornadoes and stuff, but I think he's quite realistic and would know that like an AM30 is something that enthusiasts would really like and not having, I don't know, rows and rows of the same thing, exotic stuff, you know, yeah. that that was really mm. good. It, he does keep his feet on the ground and, mm. yeah, knows. They did, what. They, they did, funnily enough, they said, oh, we, 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 we can still do open skies over Belarus, but they're going to be in a union with Russia soon anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, gone, you know. <laughs> um, uh, Tom, and, you did all six days. What would you say your highlight was? Um Impossible question, I think. Just not not to be a not to be a douche, but um, and I, this is like two and a half or two siders in now. I I think my, the main highlight is the fact that I don't have one particular highlight. That I just love the whole. Oh, yeah, no, there it is. But, but, but it's true though. Like you know, I could talk about the fact that there was two Heinz from separate nations in the flying display. When we are what thirty odd years on from the fall of the of the Iron Curtain, yeah, yeah, really. I could talk about the E four. I could talk about the Clank. I could talk about the Black Eagles. We haven't even got round to them yet, you know. Which mm. any other year that would be like first thing we talk about, you know. I could talk about the Traeger Mills and just that lovely energy. And I was trying to like I was walking around with Gordon, and I was like, "What is it about Riyadh? Like, like what is it that just sets it makes it a god tier air show?" And to be honest, we couldn't really identify it. It's just the whole thing. Yeah. It's the, the venue. It's the people. It's the Fairford Eye, of course, obviously, hundred <laughs> percent of the time, every time. It's but it's the people. It's the energy. You just get that vibe. And and also, to their credit, they manage that throughout the year. Do you know when we said about twenty nineteen? You know, and you and you make lots of little fuck ups on the way, and 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 each one is like quite insignificant. But then you actually attend the show, and it's like, oh god, it's on the back of so many mistakes and things and yeah. and stuff. There was not really all right, maybe the free out stuff, but even then they explained it, and a lot of people just went, all right, well, you know, whatever, you know, sort of, yeah, they scrunched their face and sort of did a bit of head waggling and not amazing well, no, that was that, but... that was that was me going i don't think they really did explain it oh okay um, fine but anyway. well they, they they went further than what they thought they did but anyway apart from apart from that and that's just free that's not the whole show but apart from that they they managed that hype so well and so so yeah. you went to the show actually genuinely looking forward to it you weren't you didn't have like loads of niggles like you were sleeping on a mattress with tiny pebbles mm-hmm. in it genuinely mm-hmm. looking forward to the show stuff turned up and um uh, and 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 the weather was great. I mean, I know some people have complained about the heat, but I'd rather have that than than rain. So, you know, now we've all cooled down. The heat was bad, but it wasn't. It, it wasn't the worst. Like it was just. It was definitely even on the Monday. It was bearable. Um, I think. I think Monday. I wouldn't have liked to have been. Like, I'm glad that wasn't during a full show day. I wouldn't have liked to have done it up until six o'clock or something. But no, for sure. Well, it did. Cool. Anyway. Yeah. I, 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 I completely agree. As I said in the chat last night, there is nothing like Riyadh. 
uh, yeah, in the air show th- world. Thousand percent. Nothing else. Yeah. Even even the likes of Oshkosh, which obviously is a bigger show in itself, but doesn't have anything like the diversity or the quantity of military aircraft and large military aircraft and unique military aircraft. You know, you're never going to get an An thirty Oshkosh. You're never going to get a mm. an AMX at Oshkosh. You're never going to get a C two at Oshkosh. You know that kind of thing. Mm. Pro- you're very unlikely to get an E4 at Oshkosh. Um, um, I think it, it, this is the first year that I can remember where there's been such a buzz after the show. I mean, I, I think I've only had the post-React Blues for one day. Um, I've gone through my photos and they're not that good. I was sorting some out for Dan for the review. A lot of haze earlier. I've noticed in my and, yeah. yeah, I'm disappointed. Yeah, but then the, on the other hand, I was so happy so pleased just to be able to sit back and watch a show i did a lot more of that than i thought i would but there's just something about this year where i'm, I'm still buzzing about it and thinking oh it doesn't matter about the photos i had such a good weekend yeah just walking about just watching the displays you know meeting up with with you lot as well and the only worry is they've got some you know some big shoes to fill next year haven't they yeah <laughs> I, I i said that i think the, the, the worry is that everyone is going to have such high expectations for next yeah. year and it just it might not be possible for it to be that big because it it's a product of circumstances it's a product of being mm. post-pandemic that it's that big this year mm. okay but, I, I say it tongue-in-cheek because no doubt I, they will do something entirely different and again pull it out of the bag yeah well i i, I said in the review that, that and, and this isn't in any way a comment on the people who are running it before at all it is purely about Paul Afton and Pete and that, who people in charge this year, but there was an intelligence in what came to the show and the participation yeah, yeah. and what was set up this year. And, you know, the types of items, something like the Q80 Typhoon straight from the factory, stuff like that is exactly what Riot should be about. It should be getting those kind of things. And if mm. they can continue to get those kind of items, then it, it will continue to be something that enthusiasts enjoy if they get those steps right before the show, which they did this year, if they manage it properly, and if the weather's quite good, obviously that plays a big part in really whether you come out of it feeling happy or not. Um, I mean, I, I, if I were to pick a highlight, it would be the E4's arrival on Friday, but not really just the arrival itself. You know, obviously the, the fly past, which was unimaginable. Like, the, the, the idea that you would get a gear up fly past along the length of the, the crowd line of an E4, it just is something you 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 would never think you would see in your life, ever. Um, but it wasn't that. That was incredible, and I'll never forget the sight of it. The best part of that for me was the the bunch of us down in Parkview West for it, and the sheer childlike excitement that we all had to see this thing come in. And you had a bunch of. I I don't know how old Ollie is, but I'm assuming he's about the same age as you know people in their thirties. Yeah, is he late twenties in their thirties? Like with just the most unbridled joy and excitement and in just bonkersness about them at seeing this plane <laughs> come in, do this fly past, come in, and it landed and it taxied past us, and just the the excitement and and sharing that excitement with people like-minded people but you know a bunch of adults a bunch of grown men acting like that about a plane but that's what we've all missed it's that shared feeling you know what we've all been to air shows since then i've went to quite a few last year so it's not like any of us have been without but well dan has but 
It's it's that shared excitement and that shared feeling that has been missing for two years, three years. Um, Do you know, I like not to get too sentimental about it, but I think I needed it. Um, do you know what I mean? And there's nothing on Shutterworth shows. There've been some great Shutterworth shows. All right, the weather's been a bit crap whenever I've been. Cosby last year, fantastic. But I just, I think, I, I didn't realise just how much I needed the yeah. just the yeah. happiness. It's just yeah. so pure. It's the, yeah. it's the purest form of, of happiness for an enthusiast <laughs> of military aviation. <laughs> To go to to react, it, it's it's a it's a level above anything. Else. Do you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go even one further. The criticism for most reacts is that oh well, I could do a foreign show for even cheaper. I'm going to go ahead and say that this year's show is probably better than you can find at any other foreign air show. It has the positivity of of say like a Denmark or a Scandinavian show. You know, in terms of the crews that just love to talk about their stuff. It's got the variety of any other European air show, um, and it's oh, it has more variety than anything else. Yeah, and, and, and you could you, you could go you to just, a show in Italy and have fewer Italian stuff than we have at Ria. Yeah, and 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 just that vibe, that energy, the location, the uh, you know, how good it is for photography when it is good. Um, it, just the whole thing, I, I, I genuinely, it's just incomparable to any other show. And yes, you can do a foreign air show for cheaper if you're not happy with the price of React, but I don't think you're ever going to find better quality anywhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like the Cosford, with all the respect to Cosford, it could just never, or, or even Yeovilton, you know, you might be able to go abroad and find an equivalent foreign show, but you're never ever going to find mm-hmm. a React outside of React, except well, maybe Oshkosh. And even then, it's a different type of show, it's a very different type of show difficult to compare the two i mean i've i've i we've sung yeovilton's praises for its last few shows two like two, two three four last yeovilton's have been superlatively good for the size yeah, yeah, of yeah. the show they've they've been exemplary and we've 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 actually certainly 2019 looked at yeovilton as potentially relatively speaking more successful than riat was mm. in terms of how it marketed itself and all of that sort of stuff but you could take almost anything from that western end of riat this year and put that into into one Yeovilton, and it would make make the show at Yeovilton. Yes, you know, you take an AMX or the the, the FT three three nine or the Portuguese Epsilon, the Skyhawk or the C two or the KC Polaris, any of it, and that that makes any other show. And yet, React, you had half a showground, just that Q eighty Typhoon. You had the CHP three. You had the Hind. You had, you know, An thirty. Any of those make any other show. And so many debuts as well, just ridiculous amounts. Yeah, I just, Insane. I, 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 yeah. It was. I said it. So the, the stat is, it's the first time since 1996 that you've had two Heinz in the flying display, and the first time ever that you've had two, more than one from more than one different operator. I think. I think in the one 2022. That I think the one that I find more mind-boggling is that it's the first time ever at Ria there's been. A Mi seventeen, Mi eight variant. I know it was a Mi one seven one. Yeah, which I think had, nuts. Flying debut of, of in, in in the flying display because I was going to say the the, yeah, the Croat one went to twenty sixteen. But yeah, yeah. You, but in the, I mean, you think about how many of them there are kicking around. Okay, maybe not in Europe. Yeah, it's a big contract. Yeah, you're right. But such a successful and, helicopter, and it's twenty twenty two, and we're only just seeing one now in the flying display. But it, it's even, even in Europe, you know, Poland fly them, Latvia fly them. Lithuania fly them for now. Um, Czech Republic. Bulgaria, Czech, Slovakia. 
Macedonia don't. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Czechs not for much longer. Um, Bulgaria do. Uh, Slovakia. Slovakia still do not for much longer because they're all going off to Ukraine. Hungary. Um, Hungary. It's, it's still very basically yeah, 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 and yet it's the debut, flying debut for one at Ria, and you had it in twenty twenty two. Fair, you know how amazing is that? I, I think I don't want to say the the static for me. I thought was just I I, I almost enjoyed departures day, bar one or two helicopters just buggering off, mm. um, which I'll. We'll probably pick up in a maybe in a little while, but just seeing all that stuff in the air the Skyhawk, the Lansen, the Draken, the Vigan, the E4, the A34, German A3, I mean, the A340 was airborne so quickly as well. It's, yes, it's so an airliner, but so you, good. you paint it with a German flag and make it German Air Force, and that is one hell of a catch. An A340 on its own is cool because they're quite rare and, and, and they're four-engined airliners and all of that. I mean, I so anyway, I got talking to, um, I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was the pilot, I assume it was the pilot of the A340, and he was a Luftwaffe A320, A340, and A350 instructor. How insane. cool is that? Insane. Um, and and I, I was telling him, and he was saying, and I, and I said to him, oh, are you going to miss it? And he said, oh, you know, it's a great plane and we like it, but it is old and the A350 is like... You know, as a, as flying it is much, it's way more comfortable for the pilot. Just in general, it just makes your life so much easier and all of that mm. sort of stuff. And that's what that's what you you miss about these shows is talking to them and yeah, learning 100%. that kind of stuff. And I didn't realize it's, it's how much I missed that. As as completely useless information. You know, half this stuff is com- you. Your life would not be any different if you never knew this stuff but as an enthusiast obviously it's like you know hook it into my veins you know it's just yeah but just it's pub chat it. it's that's what it is it's pub chat yeah. with cruise yeah. yeah and you don't yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and and that's what i miss we talk about that I, was, I went back to the puma guys i was like so which, which do you like the h14 yeah h175 or the 149 for your replacement and they're basically like well none of them are a puma <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. like you know that thing you've missed so let's flip it on his head then so that it's not too um to uh, uh, a positive because because this is UCAR after all. <laughs> yeah, are there yeah, any? We are we are obliged to uh, actually have a negative. Review we are obliged to, to. to just to just piss vinegar for twenty minutes. So just indulge us. <laughs> Sam, was there any negatives for you? Like proper negatives, rather than you know. You mentioned food trucks. Or oh, tell you what, what was the nicest food uh, vendor you you? Well, I didn't go to too many because most days I had packed lunches. Yeah, fair. Very um, sensible. Because it's about, you know... You turn your guts to pate. If, if all you ate was those that. burgers, you'd... The you'd... only... The only... the only. I think the only food I had from the show was wood-fired pizza, which was quite good, Yeah, to be fair. Somehow, the, those have just the... sprung up, by the way, at air shows. Have you noticed? There was a bunch of... Ian, yeah. did you see a bunch of CrossFit? I think yeah, it's the yeah. advent of the uni and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's fun. There was a bomb bloke at Cosford that I saw at a wedding a couple of weeks prior. Oh, yeah. I didn't get any freebies from. I told I told Sam I can't remember if I told the rest of you. Yeah, you know, at Cosford there was that wood fire pizza, and Dom and I were walking around after Cosford because the traffic was dog shit, and we were like, oh, we need to just like you know just wait. And so we did a bit of the static, but 
because you're shooting into the sun all day. I felt like a sun-dried tomato. I was like, I've got to eat something. I'm absolutely famished. And all I've had is like a meal deal, BLT, all day. So we went and had this wood fire, I, I paved this wood fire pizza thing. And it was like pepperoni or something. And it looked and smelled amazing. And when you're really hungry, and I sat down next to Tom on this park bench and the wind came. And it just, it was like a slow motion. It just flipped my pizza like upended itself onto the table and i was just mm. like, i managed to salvage about half of it and the rest <laughs> was just was gone and but I, uh, I, I, it was it. good so the, the only the only real neg the only actual negative i can think of and we all mentioned it and it's a the problem is it's a free act negative it's not a show negative was there was no commentary there were no tannoys in the free act grandstand this year yeah. And that meant I didn't know what was going on. I, I, I wanted to hear the commentary. I wanted to learn about Hungarian Heinz. I wanted mm. to learn, you know, I wanted to hear what's going on in the QRA. I love, want to hear the guest commentators and stuff like that. And for some reason, free at, I asked Wendy why they didn't do it. And they said, oh, some people said they don't like the sound. It was like, why do they, why do they go to a fucking air show then, you know? Yeah. Um, and I didn't, I, yeah, I didn't like the fact that they had done that. And I don't know why they thought it was okay to take the commentary away. If you think about it, what are they what are we supposed to do if there's an emergency in the middle of a display and we can't hear anything? Mm. Um, that's dangerous for one. Well, if, if nothing, to, else. just from a purely slightly less serious point, it was also difficult to know during the first Black Eagles display. Excuse me, it was difficult to know where to look. You know, and and, and there were yeah. I think two times when I got when I missed because it didn't say you know from your right X Y and Z happened from your left, and I hadn't like worked out where how the display works because I haven't fucking seen them for ten years. Yeah, yeah um, but those things so, are a really yeah, big parts yeah. of the show that you know. The, how enthusiastic yeah. the commentators are from each country. I I really missed it. Yeah, yeah. I, I I missed it a lot because I want to know what's going on. And you hear the, you know Benzanel and what's his name Mannering that have the genuinely interesting commentary. Mannering because they have the genuinely interesting commentary and they're informing you about what's going on. Because I don't know everything about everything that I'm watching. You know most stuff because I'm you know a genius. But you know. It's, it's, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, no, but that, that that was my only real, my major negative about the show. But there wasn't really anything that was actually. What, the what show do you itself think? So a, a lot of people listening to this may or may not have criticisms about, uh, I say, lack of with you know inverted commas around U.S. support for the flying, given it was mm. the seventy fifth anniversary. What do you think about that? I would have liked to have seen stuff from Milton Hall and Lake and Heath. Like um, fly past of eagles I think, or something. Even just a fly past, yeah. I think it would have been appropriate. Um, I think something like a the Red Arrows formation with a Voyager. I think how good would that have been if it had been a formation with a KC one three five and say two or three eagles? Mm. I think that would have been if if they have to have the Red Arrows formation every day. I think that would have been quite cool. Mm. Um, we know that there were meant to be B fifty twos and. As far as we know, that that's, that was because there was an in-flight emergency. So, so I saw someone somewhere say that um, they haven't tracked any B-52s flying in America and they've cancelled their show appearances in America as well. So it would suggest so that... that they, yeah, tally, yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 yeah, and that's very unfortunate. That would have been cool. Um, B-52 in particular would have been cool. That was a loss. Um, I think, but otherwise, uh, I, I, it wasn't it wasn't stupendous support. The Aviano F-16 is pretty cool. Different to Spangdalen, um, which is which are the U. If they are going to send yeah, F-16s to the static, yeah, you know, it's they're, they're proper you know, ones, 1980s yeah. oldie yeah. F-16s. Yeah. Um, the KC-46 was, you know, insulting to have it in the static. Midfire, <laughs> 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 just his presence was just fucking. Its presence is 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 a detriment to the show. Shit house, shit house. It was it was not anything like the 2017 
turn up and we know fuel prices are expensive are high now and it's all that sort of stuff but yeah i would have liked to have seen a bit more of that for sure and i think the ref as well i think i i, I think it, it they they missed out by not having any training stuff in the flying even if it was a phenom and a texan fly past you know I think they could have done something for flying to Mark. I hadn't thought of that. That's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, mm. they, I was thinking that was right. I was like, actually, I think the RAF presence on, on the ground was quite good. Oh yeah. Um, very good. I think, I think yeah. the RAF village. In, was... in those ones, yeah. I think, I think they had a good, very good amount of stuff on the ground. Um, the Chinook display from what I saw of it, and I never, I wasn't in the stand for watching any of it looked as good as it's ever been. Yeah. Um, that seemed like it was back up to strength. The blackjack display, I think, I think the typhoon display this year is quite good. People love to. I actually like. I actually like the scheme. It's 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 good. Yeah, I like. I, I like not not to get too Brexity about it, but I actually do. I do like it. I don't love it, but I don't think it's bad in any way. It's just, I, just I, I think it's, it's better than done. I think the display. I think again, the display is fine. It's it's yeah. We're not. It's not. Yeah. Tw- I think it's twenty fifteen when the Typhoon display was probably the best fast jet display in Europe, but um, we haven't quite got back up to that again. I think the RF display, but yeah, they should have had some training stuff in the flying. I think that would have been quite a good way to mm. market. Mm. Um, the big thing. So go on. I was just gonna say you'd be damned if you get a cent to do a, a fly pass though. On a weekend. That's what it is. Yeah. Is it feels like the MFTS stuff. You, how 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 unconscionable that their assets would be used to fly in, a, in an airshow. You know. Do, um, do you know what? I I sometimes wonder. It almost comes down to, oh well, that's another of hours, another hours flying time that we've got on add on to the airframe. Oh, that might be a bit expensive. It's like Jesus, guys, come on. Um, the, the big the RAF's biggest black mark over the weekend was the twelve squadron typhoon. I've called it out in the review because I think it should be called out, and I hope that. Some air vice marshal reads it and gives the squadron a bollocking. But <laughs> they, they, they had. The, so, so I the wasn't 12, there for this. Yeah. So what actually happened? The 12, like, 12 squadron being the joint UK Qatari thing. Yeah. Don't need to get into the ins and outs of that. But none of us particularly like the fact we're doing a relationship with Qatar anyway. But whatever. That's by the by. And it was Sleepy. the 12 squadron typhoon. Um, nice markings. You know, unlike a lot of the other jets. And it was flanked by two Qatari Hawks. We mm. only thought one Qatari Hawk was coming and then one turned up on the day. And that was actually quite cool just because seeing another Hawk. Yeah, operation, fair play. Cetera, yeah, love that. Yeah. Flanked it. So you had the 12 Squadron, two Qatari Hawks. That was quite cool. Looked quite smart. Except all weekend, the the, Hawk, the Typhoon had all its blanks and this gigantic fucking great big fuck off canopy cover on all weekend. Did it really i never noticed it i, I mean i just weekend, walked past it mass- but, and yeah. it wasn't even like the german ones for example which just had the sort of the shade inside the ca- canopy it yeah. was a great big like blanket canopy, over the top. like Oof. over the top and I, I was chatting to the guy and there, there was a qatari guy there and a couple of 12 squadron guys and i chatted to this 12 squadron guy and i asked him is it possible to take the covers off because for photography and and i might as well say it you know and he said it with this real sort of uh, I don't give a fuck about the public voice. Um, and he said to a lot, something like, more or less along the lines of, I'm paraphrasing, but not really paraphrasing that much. We've got, unlike those typhoons, we've got a really Gucci cover. That's quoted. Gucci cover. And it took, it was really difficult to get it on because I had to go and stand on the strakes to put it on. It was really difficult. So I'm now not taking it off until Monday when we leave. Which I think is ridiculous. It's such a piss poor attitude. It's a terrible attitude, and I said, "It's it's 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 shit PR for the for the service." 
for you know it just doesn't look good and if you actually ask him it just sounds like the RAF people can't be bothered with their jobs and PR and stuff and you know if you're trying to sell this relationship with Qatar then you really should be making every effort to look as smart and good and and the good guys as you can. And that's, a very, than... that's a very good point about smartness. You know, you look at the, when the military are on parade in the public, you know, Queen's Colours, Queen's Birthday, whatever. Smartness, it's got to be, you know, everything's got to be looking fantastic. And yet somehow, like there's an air show and it's like, oh yeah, just leave all the shit hanging off. It's like, you know, it's like doing a parade in your slippers. I can understand not taking the intake cover off because they don't. They have that radar thing. They're not photos taken down it. Also, Other possible Air Forces don't seem to have the problem. But that stuff like that is fine. The end, the canopy cover. Okay, it would have got hot in the cockpit, and they don't want that. But that's not an excuse. Well, it would have cooled down overnight, and that's not it? the like, excuse they, they gave. Have, and they've got air conditioning to turn on. I mean, everyone's cars were getting hot as well. We don't have all have. Gucci car covers that we have to stand on the windows yeah. to put. Uh, I do from my fear. Oh, right. yeah, of course, of course, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I think it's just to me, it just stinks if we can't. It's as if someone said, "Right, you're you, you, and you. You're going down to Riyadh," and they've gone oh, bollocks. Oh, it was a hunt. It seemed like that attitude. Mm. I mean, at the same time, the Qatari Hawks had all their blanks and covers and stuff. Yeah, as well, but which sucks and would have been nice if we've got photos of them, but. They're not the home guys. You sort of not being funny if you think, oh, a Qatar gonna do. You know, I remember when the Qatari Hercules came to Riyadh and it was just covers on all weekend, and you never saw weekend, a single person, yeah. all that stuff. Um, and that happens. Perhaps the RAF thing. don't have an excuse. I think what really cemented it as well as was when it was depart. And I've, I've said this to you guys. Obviously, a, a typhoon doesn't have to do a reheat departure, but mm. when it's when the the twelve squadron one departed, it was high, slow. And no afterburner, mm. like min- not even a wave from the pilot. And it's Departure, like, just go you, home. Departure is weird because you had an extremely high waggle rate compared to previous years. <laughs> and my but tail the, was wagging. But the. Oh, you can take that out here. I'm keeping that in. Um, yeah, <laughs> keep that in. Keep that in. No, 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 no. take it out. <laughs> take it out, but keep it as a soundbite for just use. Like, <laughs> just, like, yeah, 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 do it. But we we need like a soundboard we can play throughout podcasts. <laughs> so if someone says it and and something sound nice, and it'll just suddenly be Dan. My tail was wagging. <laughs> Cat pissing on velvet, wet as an otter's pocket. But the, heli- the helicopter thing. farting, the helicopter, helicopter thing. Oh, sorry, Dan. No, I was just going to say. Very very quickly, you asked Sam what his biggest negative from the weekend was. That that was my biggest negative. Was it like the, saying, the engine blank? The, that lack of giving a fuck. No no no. Um, it was the like I was saying earlier. I didn't. I walked around the static, but I didn't really take photos too much of the static because my attitude was, I'll see it on Monday. Mm. I'm in a three out grandstand. It's going to go past in nice weather, and I get it. It's busy. There's a lot of stuff to get rid of in. The space of about six or seven hours, mm. but things like the CH fifty three, I never photographed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I did get a picture of the Lithuanian Dauphin, but that buggered off. I never mm. took a picture of the German H one four five, and it was just a shame. Yes, yeah. it was like, mm. well, yeah. I, I've seen them. That's fine, and all right, fine. I am a number cruncher, mm. but it's like, well, what a waste. Wait, it was waste very frustrating. It really was, and it was um, just when you saw them. And they there, give they... operational yeah. reasons, and you can't really argue with them no. because they you, you can't you know. But it is so frustrating as an enthusiast when you're 
the whole point of Monday is that you'll see everything, and it's a complete lottery. Mm. Anything that wasn't fixed wing, it was complete lottery as to whether you were going to see it go or not. The CH, the CH fifty three, the Lithuanian Dauphin were were uh, uh, I mean, borderline unacceptable to, to to not fly in front of the Fiat Grandstand because they they wow. were the probably the rotary wing stars of the show, you know, behind wow, as well, nice. but they were in the flying display and. Well, either way, they're gone. Do you know what I I was thinking during the show? If there was one thing that was lacking, notwithstanding the US stuff, which you guys, I completely agree with you guys, it would have been nice maybe to have a Ramstein Herc, you know, uh, for example. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you know what I thought was an, was perhaps an opportunity lost? And it, it, this is not a criticism of Riyadh at all, because I'm, I'm quite sure that they actually probably, you know, pushed maybe for something. But... Um, RAF C-130s due to be retired next March. This was their last public event and there was one on static. I mean, Bryce is sort of, what, 20 minutes drive away, five minutes in the air? Was there was there really, really no way that a crew, yeah. you know, or a couple of crews could, could not have... You know, they did three for the Jubilee fly past on the bank holiday was there really nothing that could be done beyond one yeah. on static that was quite unremarkably on static, if Imagine you know what I mean? Imagine a three-ship formation like they had for the Queen's Jubilee, doing a fly-past, final send-off, possibly or not, but final send-off. Missing man that. to commemorate crew's Would loss in action. Would have been so, incredible. Something, and, and I just, I hate with RAF retirements, they always bloody well retire in March because it's the accounting year. And so what happens every single time except for maybe the tornado. Um, but even then, their special tales came out in December, and it's like, well, mm. all right, fine. But the, like, you've missed like you've missed all the air shows now. Yeah. So how are the public going to get out to see you, except for a rainy Tuesday in February, when they've got to take an afternoon off work, if they can, and, yeah. and got to go to a local airfield where the weather's dog shit. Yeah. You know, like, it, it does frustrate me about MOD, UK MOD retirements, that they don't sort of, um, sort of consider... If this is their last year, the summer of air shows is what they really should try and commit when to. You, and a single one on static, kind of unremarkable, I thought. It's, but, it's um, frustrating when you see what many other countries do do for their types retiring. Not yeah. one to draw too direct a comparison, but really it should be considering how well served, how well the Hercules has served the UK. Algeria kept their MiG-25s flying just so they could take part in the 60th anniversary independence parade. Hmm. And then they retire. Look, look, look at the Italians with their AMXs. They're desperate to retire yeah. them, but it's like, yeah. oh, well, we've got the hundreds. Uh, yeah, year. and they're Let's keeping them on for the, so, so to speak, for the centenary. Um, or the French you know, look, with those M2Ks. Look what the French you know, do every time they, they retire something. They get national broadcast. You know. Well, they kept those Mirage 2000s yeah, in service so that they could fly, fly over down the Champs-Élysées. So, yeah, yeah I, I mean, yeah, where are you straying on? But... Um, yeah, Ian's right though. We should mention outright stars of the show. It's a testament to how good the bloody well show yeah. was that we haven't actually talked about the Black Eagles yet. Um, was it your first time seeing them, Dan? No. So I saw them in at Warrington in 2012, but it was a flat display, um, and I only had a teeny tiny compact camera. So to see them this year doing a full display and. Getting an aerobatic team to, to see them doing a full display, it does wonders for the spectacle, I think. Mm, mm. Um, Again, it, it comes back down to what we said earlier about sitting um, and just actually watching rather than photographing. Yeah. Mm. And I was just absolutely mesmerised. I couldn't quite remember 
what they were like in 2012. Uh, you know, look at videos and things, but it's, it's different yeah. seeing it in a video than it is actually through the... I just remember the being good, but I couldn't remember. Yeah, well, yeah I was just completely wowed by just the manoeuvrability and when they were changing formations, it just just mm. like that, in a snap, they, they moved out so and snappy. moved back in again. Yeah. It was so slick. And it was... I was just in absolute awe. It was just so fantastic to see. And, and their jets slightly bigger as well and slightly yeah. more noisy. They had a lot more presence as well. Um, they seemed closer than they were, even though they were probably flying the same lines as, as you know, the Patrie de France or... Well, there was that, was it Nigel who put the, that video in the chat? The, the uh, I think it was a cockpit, in cockpit video that was on yeah. the BBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. BBC Cambridge? Not Cambridge. BBC West, was it? Yeah. Um, Points West or something. That was it. Um, yeah, I actually watched that in great detail. I think probably while I was sat on the toilet or something like that. But actually, <laughs> looking at how close they... Shitting out the wood fire pizza. That's, that's, that's still the curry. <laughs> Just looking. Um, you, you can't really judge it from a, a camera shot, especially if it's like a GoPro or something like that. But even full screen on my phone... Just so close, and mm. ah, it's such a spectacle. It really was. It was really well choreographed. It was so slick, uh, and that final break as well. That that the spinal, spaghetti break is unbelievable. Yeah, that is, is one of the coolest things you'll ever see. Just, that and the, and and the Tagak. Um, yeah. Just I remember seeing the Tagak in twenty twelve. I think that spaghetti break was kind of new. Um, absolutely sensational. I remember. I can't remember where or when it was, but. I, Remember having it saying, and I stand by this, and I have said this. So here's the thing, right? You're not allowed to say this. They won't let you say this out loud these days. I actually thought the Fretchy slightly edged the Black Eagles, if I'm perfectly honest, genuinely. Not that the Black Eagles weren't extraordinary, but may- maybe they displayed in worse weather than the Fretchy every day as well. I don't know. But I thought the Fretchy was slightly better. Anyway, I remember a while back commenting that the Black Eagles, loads of their maneuvers are just the Reds maneuvers or a couple of other display teams maneuvers. They do an, a Jippo break and they do a few other bits and bobs that are, are just the same as we've already seen from other teams. And which is true. I, just, I they absolutely are. They do them perfect. They do them well. They do them really better than some, in some cases, but they are. And I had, I can't remember if it was on Twitter or, or forum or whatever. Someone had a go at me and saying, oh, you can't say, oh, no, 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 it's not the same display at all. And I said, well, no, a lot of the things they do are the same. And said, uh, do the red arrows draw a Korean flag in the sky? <laughs> and I said, why the fuck would the red arrows draw the Korean flag in the sky? They're not Korean. <laughs> I didn't get a response. Um, but oh, anyway, no, I, 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 the Black Eagles, and that's not meant to prejudice the fact that I've, I interviewed them at the weekend, and we've got a UCAR re- interview feature with the Black Eagles coming out at some point, and hopefully in the next couple of months. Um, should be the launch article for our new website. You heard it here first. Um, they were brilliant. They are brilliant. They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're aided by the fact that they have a very powerful jet, which Poland have just announced they're buying 40 yes. of. Yeah, off the, completely off the wall. They've literally today or yesterday at Farnborough they announced it. T50. Yeah. They're buying the FA fifty. Well, yeah, the fighter attack version. Um, they're actually ferrying the aircraft back via Poland, Egypt, and the Philippines. Instead um, of tr- instead of air instead air of trans- disassembly, yeah, which is yeah. which is weird. Yeah. Well, all, well, so Poland obviously there's yeah, well, yeah, that makes that. sense now. Yeah. Egypt and the Philippines, I think, are both soon to be customers of the type. Um, Egypt, 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 Egypt buying everything. At the e- Egypt competing with India and um, 
like Greece and that for the like the most diverse air force they can possibly <laughs> and Qatar like, per- and Peru and Algeria and UAE, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um they are brilliant. They're they're, they're mm. helped by the fact they have a very punchy jet and it mm. clear and it, but the formations are so close. They're so well done. Um the spaghetti I, I will ne- I can never get over that spaghetti break at the end. Insane. It, it, there's Insane. nothing else like it. It's, and it's so cool, cool how it's cool how they can do so much more with a punchier jet. They basically tell you what you can do with a better jet that the Thunderbirds probably should be teaching other display teams what they can do with our sixteens, <laughs> but they just don't. They do don't. you know what I mean? Um insane, yeah. They are no, they are insane. they're incredible. They are and fantastic. So, so, so good to see them. Now. Against a, a clear blue sky as well. It just yeah. works wonders. We yeah. were we were so lucky. Friday was cloudy, and I didn't mind it. And Sunday got a bit milky, but I didn't mind it because it was so hot. And I did. I remember saying in the group chat, like, "I'll take. I want this milk tomorrow because if, on departures, I don't care about the photos. It's going to be so hot." Um. Um. But we were so lucky with the weather at Riet this year because it was blue skies for so much of it. And yeah. we got to see nearly everything's full display, which makes a big difference. You know? 100%. Like yeah. the Finnish Hawk. The Finnish Hawk was such a good display. God, that was on and rails. The bit, mm. the bit where he goes... Well, no, that was the Smoke Winders. But... Um, oh, God. The, oh, oh, it didn't go... I thought that was going to be funnier. Um, the, we know, as he climbs up... When he goes up to altitude and he's, he's climbing the higher parts of his display, they look so cool. Yeah, yeah. Because um, the, the Hunga- nice thick, Hungarian yeah. grip and doing its, its dump and burn, which really wasn't like a, a decent dump and burn rather than a little yeah, fart and right. spark like it was in yeah. 2013. Um, so many... Hung- Hungarian Grippen. How cool is that? Mm. Hungarian you know? hind. And, and, and also, how... how sorry, just ate the mic how do, how dog shit would the i didn't realize it was so close to my face how dog shit would the hungarian hind have been for photographically i mean it was hard oh, anyway because yeah, it just didn't sit still but how harder how much harder would that have been in gray overcast sky a black aircraft i, you know, I think yeah, i right. said that is that I, I, when they announced it, i was like well if it's cloudy there's no chance of photographing that because mm. i actually think it was quite difficult in direct sunlight as well because it was, yeah it just well, it didn't so sit dark, still the shadows were so deep and yeah it still because i was a mega display he used the entire oh, left of the crowd line and constantly spinning round like Anakin skywalker and phantom menace and it was <laughs> of, so good yeah, one of the right. better would, one of the better right. helicopter right. one of the better helicopter displays i've seen a oh, brilliant helicopter display yeah. so and 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 so much presence the hind yeah. has so much presence well, it's in a hind it's yeah huge it's iconic big, it's bulky very iconic Bubble smoke canopies, coming out of these stub wings yeah yeah do you um, do you think we'd be actually still buzzing about ria if the weather was awful this year think if it pissed it down it makes a million times the difference yeah. at any air show it really really does do you know what though? I I, I don't. I think this sh- the yes is the short answer, but I think that's tempered with the fact that 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 level of participation. You know, all I would have done is just maybe spend a little bit more time wandering around the static, which I mm. we, which is a kind of a, a regret that I just didn't have time to do it. Well, I mean, I did, but I didn't do it all to the extent that I wanted to do. So I don't know, man. Yeah, I, maybe, but I I was gutted to to miss walk around the static. Purely because of having no phone signal, um, which it seems like a trivial thing. That that that, that was another thing. That's a very good point to raise. Maybe we should end on that. Is is the phone signal thing? Yeah, that that was the only downside. I have put that in the review, and I think we can all feed that back. I mean, it it would it sucked. I don't think it broke the show in any way. No, Um, no. But but it is twenty twenty two. You know. No, I I agree, and that's 
that was a very much a failure of them and they can't be doing that next year and supposedly the lack of bowsers in the east end on the saturday and stuff mm. like that mm. i if you guys will accept it if you if you will permit me to i would like to end to talk about the university of london air squadron guy we were talking to on sunday <laughs> yeah go for it i don't remember his name do you guys remember his name i don't and i wish i got a photo with him i as wish well. i got, yeah i wish i could remember him because i would love to I bet you he would become an avid listener of the podcast and all that sort of stuff if he did because he so we he, we it was all the way down at the far end of the east static and it was by the yellow tutor which looks fantastic and love to see it and he was the sole student you last guy sat by the tutor and it was like almost as soon as we looked at the tutor he was on his feet coming over to us Hmm. And we were taking photos of the tutor. He came up and started talking, and we were like, we were all sort of wanting to sort of hurry back and try and get to the UCAR meet at Wonderland Models, and we didn't. And this is why, because he was like the most passionate, chatty, exuberant guy, who was like in seventh heaven to be at Riyadh in a flight yeah. suit with his squad. He loved it. Absolutely loved it. He loved it. Every second. He was talking and about he traded his epaulets with, what was it? German, <laughs> it was German, German CH-53. German guy, and he, oh, no, and he, he pulled out the one he traded and it looked like something like a warrant officer or something ridiculously yeah. high-ranking NCO. And he said the guy had drunkenly stumbled over to him and demanded to trade his epaulets for his <laughs> just cadet insane. tabs. Um, and he was just living his best life. He really yeah. was. Do you, ever, um, do you ever get stuck in conversation with someone, but the conversation is so good, you just don't mind every second of it. You're that was fine. That's what it was. None that of us wanted to go because he was. We were stuck in conversation, but we just loved it. it. Absolutely and he was loving great talking to guy. us because we were enthusiasts and we wanted to talk to him. And he was yeah. just—he was so happy to be there. And that's the best thing about Riyadh when you get talking to people, and not wanting to pat ourselves on the back too much. As enthusiasts, when you get talking to a pilot or someone in, you know, a, a crew member, and they're an enthusiast. And you know, you both realise you're on the same level, and you could you could talk for hours, mm. and that's the best thing about Riyadh that almost no other show does for some reason. Not that you know that you well, will they, they get do, it but shows, they're nowhere but near to the extent. Of... Riyadh somehow has something different about it, mm. and we're so lucky to have it in our country. We all get to go to this in our country without having to fly, you know, across the world like people do for Riyadh, you know. Um, and this guy, God, I wish I could remember his name so we could give him a shout out. But he was he was brilliant. He was so chatty, and I think he's he's gunning to become a a medical officer in the RAF. And God knows the service will be will be missing out if they don't take him on because there's a guy who will give his all for it. Yeah, University um, of London Air Squadron guy, absolutely. University of Air Squadron. He was by the tutor on the Sunday morning. Um, splendid, splendid guy. Really cool guy. And if yeah. you are listening. Send us a message, drop us a note, and but join you. We'll, we'll send you a You're exactly the type of person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, I, we can, we can drop a couple of people. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, what can we like that for? <laughs> yeah, well, he's 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 flying a real plane, so <laughs> I um I've got a feeling I've got to eat my words because I remember saying to you on Sunday night that I wasn't going to do free out next year, and up until probably sometime last night, I was like, oh, I really want to go again next year and do free out. Uh... <laughs> do you know what I said I think and I said it on here I said this is probably going to be my last Riyadh because of it being so expensive to get from Inverness and the cost to get down and how, I mean it took me a long time to get home I didn't get home until 2 o'clock on Monday like 
2 a.m. Yeah, but hang on a minute. How much does it cost you to come down from Fremantle versus the guy we were chatting who came from America, you know, and the people who come from Japan? And Well, yeah, true. But it, it was more from a money side rather than the length of travel. But I think after how much I enjoyed this year, I can't not do it again. And what's going to happen is you're going to come down next year and it is going to piss mm. down with rain all week. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I think even if it was wet weather and it was... I suppose it's the social people doing flat it, displays. There's still an awful lot to do, isn't there? It's the social side of it. So, yeah, so walking around chatting to people. You know, I'm chatting to the Irish guys, and it was the first time I'd ever seen them on static hanging by their plane, and they were loving it. They were having the time of their lives. Um, it's also us lot chatting complete shit for five days, <laughs> like six. I feel I feel cleansed. Do you know this is this is I... what people go to those like special things to get like poo removed. Like, <laughs> like that's do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is so, so, you know when people people come and have what are they like the colon cleansing. Do- Doctor G- Gillian, what's that, the name mental. of the? Yeah, this is the Gillian McKeith of their shows. Um, I, I actually do you know before the show I was so looking. I feel forward I feel to... irrigated mentally. I was so aeronautically irrigated i was so looking forward to just the, the two arrivals days of just sat down greet that sat down west end i knew it was going to be you it was going to be dom aaron was going to be there and it was just going to be that utterly inane empty chat for two very long days and i couldn't wait the stuff nigel said in 2019 hey lads have you thought about a podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and here we are, and we've, we've nearly got to 50 episodes. Um, and on that note, that's been another episode of the UK Airshow Review podcast. If you've enjoyed our incredibly inane, vacuous chat about aeroplanes and airshows, please do share the podcast. Um, if you know anyone, particularly if you know pilots or anything that are at the airshow and might like to listen and, and, and think that it might, it might vibe with them, then share it around. We're on all the socials. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at UK Airshow Review. We have a website, airshows.co.uk, where you can read our upcoming, it might even be out by the time this goes out, probably not, um, upcoming review of Riyadh. We have interviews, we have features, we have other reviews of other shows in the past. And we have a forum where you can get involved with the discussion, forums.airshows.co.uk. Uh, next week, I'm hoping, and I'm, I'm sort of setting myself up for failure here, we're going to have a, a fairly familiar guest on the show. And I think we might have a few guests lined up in the future coming up in the next few months. But until then, we'll have some more empty, meaningless, pointless pub chat for you to enjoy (laughs) and feel like you're a part of. Um, And otherwise, uh, see you in a future episode. Goodbye.